0: Israelis feel the burn and stump for Trump today on The World. I'm Marco Werman. Israelis can't vote in the U.S. elections, but they're not afraid to choose sides. Some would go for Sanders.
1: When I saw Bernie, I saw a political address that I can relate to. And this is something that it's really hard for me to find in Israel.
0: Others would go for Trump. We just love to say as it is, you know. And I think Trump is is very much like that. I think that if he was in the Israeli politics, he would probably succeed very much. Plus, new pathogens leave health officials scrambling.
1: We can't develop drugs and vaccines fast enough to contain them before a lot of people experience untreatable disease.
0: Those stories, today, here on The World... Thank you for being here. A lot going on on this Monday, including Israelis' views of what's taking place on the campaign trail here in the U.S. One word, confusion. And if you think I'm talking about the race itself, you would not be wrong, but I'm actually talking about how confused Israelis are by what they're seeing here i get that but let's start with syria confusion there a bit especially today with russia announcing it is starting to pull its military out of syria that could bode well for the new round of talks on syria that kicked off today in geneva and i just say talks because when i chatted with my bbc colleague bethany bell earlier i hesitated to call them peace talks
1: they are called peace talks okay that that they're called that
0: (laughs) all right that is my colleague at the bbc bethany bell she's in geneva so the fact that there is another round of talks this is a positive sign is that what the parties are saying
1: yes and i think um diplomats are hoping to try and build on this fragile partial truce which has reduced the level of violence in syria ever since it came into effect at the end of february But the expectations here aren't high. We heard from Syria's foreign minister at the weekend. He was saying that there would be no discussion on the future of President Assad. He said that was a red line. And he also said that the opposition couldn't come to Geneva to try and get in negotiations what they failed to win on the battlefield. And then also we've heard from the opposition saying Assad has to go. Assad has no place in a government, a new government in Syria.
0: So who is at these talks right now and who, crucially, is not at these talks?
1: At the talks, there's a delegation from the Syrian government. There is also the main Syrian opposition alliance, the High Negotiations Committee, which is backed by Saudi Arabia. Um, those who are not there include the Kurds, the main Kurdish group, the PYD. That's because Turkey objects to their presence. And of course, also not at the table are the so called Islamic State and the Al Nusra Front, the jihadist Islamist groups.
0: Right. So, um, the sides that are there, what are their key demands right now?
1: Well, what the UN says it's hoping to try and do here in in Geneva is to set up an agenda where they start talking about transitional government moving from what is now the case to a future Um, but as you can see you know just from what I've been saying about the two sides that the positions are very very different, very far apart. Now, the UN Special Envoy for Syria speaking here in Geneva today said, really, we're at a moment of truth for the peace talks. He said, the mother of all issues at the table here is political transitions, mm. uh, transition. And he said the only alternative, the only plan B is a return to war, which he says would be even worse than before if... They can't keep these talks alive. The special envoy says that if he doesn't see the two sides being willing to negotiate, he will pull in the big foreign backers, the United States, Russia, the UN Security Council, to try and get them to try and put as much pressure on the sides to try and get something to come out of this. But it's going to be tough going.
0: I gather the Syrian government uh, has submitted a document called Basic Elements for a Political Solution. What is that all about? Is that also transition?
1: It's their ideas. We understand I haven't seen the details of it myself yet. I haven't actually uh, received a copy of that document. But um, it's certainly their suggestions for the way things could go on it's likely to be very far apart from what the suggestions of the oppositions would be. The big question people are waiting to hear to see whether, whether they actually stay here in Geneva for the next few days, whether they will continue talking on until the 20th.